Google gets very excited about that because it's highly relevant if you're selling dentistry products and you've got a backlink from what is quite a highly relevant but not massive website. It's not going to have backlinks going to all sorts of businesses. Hello and welcome to my marketing department podcast. Travel with me as we journey through the marketing cosmos to make sense of baffling terminology, confusing advice and the seemingly infinite array of tools that can help you optimize your time and grow your business. Today, I want to talk about SEO. It stands for Search Engine Optimization. You've probably heard of it, but what actually is it? It is a practice and an art form and a science for getting people who you want to be on your website, onto your website. It is simple as that. It is a bit like a shop front window, apart from you want it to get customers from anywhere in your target market. So we can't talk about SEO until we talk about key words. Now, if your business has something unique about it, and every business is of course unique, but some are more unique than others, then you can get away with just keywords. So if your product is totally unique or where you operate is totally unique, you can get by by thinking very carefully, what keywords would you be expecting your perfect customer to be typing into Google in order to find your services? Okay, and a floristry, I should use a floristry for an example. So if you're a florist in a defined geographical area, you'd obviously, your keywords would obviously be floristry, uh, florist, um, flowers, um, flower, flower arranging, flower delivery, and then you'd name the places that you were in. So the town you were in, um, any sort of subsections of the town, or if you're prepared to cover a wider area than other towns. So it's all about the keywords that you would want somebody to be typing in. So if a potential customer is looking for a florist in Fleet in Hampshire, you would expect to use some keywords like fleet, um, florist, floristry, uh, cut flowers, that sort of thing. Now, if you work in a very competitive industry, things like insurance, um, uh, some sort of uh, generic commodity, or something that's really quite difficult to differentiate yourselves, then it's important to use phrases than just words. So think about what your perfect customer would be typing into Google as a phrase. Okay, just think about that for a minute. Picture your customer. If they're wanting you, but they don't know who you are or where to find you, what would they point to Google as a phrase to find you? And if they're not particularly looking for you, but they've got a, a question or they're looking for reviews or information, or they're trying to solve a problem, or they're trying to find a Christmas present or whatever, what phrases would they use that you would like to latch onto? You'd like to wave your little hand in the Google search box and say, here I am, I'm, I'm the perfect supplier for, for what you need. 
So then we're going to start about what the what you need to do for on your website. So this is this is everything in your control. Okay. So basically stuff on your website. Now the linchpin here is blogs. You've heard of blogs, you've probably done a few blogs, but you're probably wondering why am I doing blogs? What is the purpose of a blog? Is it working for you or not? So a blog is really the thing that is trying to net your potential customer. It is, in essence, the title of the blog should be exactly the same as the phrase that your perfect customer would be typing to Google. Now this phrase could be, how do I blah, 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 or this phrase could be, what's the best no, what's the best product versus this product? What's the best camera? What's the best marketing service? And then you can write blogs about comparisons. If you're comparing something to something else, or if there's a, a wider set of questions. So you get the gist. The title of a blog should be you know, the question, the problem, the comparison, the reviews. Um, who's the best anything like that and the blog itself needs to answer that question that review that problem it, it must deliver on the title and it doesn't have to be especially long a couple of you know pages a couple of the equivalent of a couple of a4 sides of text some images infographics but it doesn't need to be war and peace the rest of the website is worded and structured in a way that it's unlikely that somebody searching will hit the exact same phrase or wording that you've used on the rest of the website. Now this is because the rest of the website isn't really to get people onto your website, it is to convert them once they've got onto your website. So it is <clears throat> the rest of the website is answering the, the who, the where, the when, the how, uh, the what, and it is converting second by second somebody who's come onto the website into your call of action. So whether that's to book an appointment, to contact you, to ring you, to go to your shop to buy something, it's important to follow the the, the what, why, who, where, how, when, you know, answers. Uh, to that call of action. So it's really only the blogs that are netting your customers. That's their job to get a customer onto your website, then the rest of the website is there to convert them. There is a real importance to how regular you create blogs. And we'll get onto social media in a minute, but it, it, you, the algorithms in Google and in social media really penalize you if you just have a bit of a session over a few weeks chucking out social media and then blogs and whatever and then take six months off for whatever reason you'll get annihilated uh, with algorithms because they will see you as being inconsistent so when you think about blogs think of what is realistic how they, they do need to be treated with actually quite high priority but how realistically how often could you write one once a week, once a month, wherever you decide, try to stick with it. And it's the same for social media. Social media 
is really trying to build up your audience. It's not trying to sell as such. It's just trying to say to everyone, hi, I'm here. I do this. But they shouldn't really be selling text. Some experts say that 10, 20% of your social media posts can be selling. But I would say 10% at the maximum. It is all about waving your hand in the virtual world saying, I'm here, don't forget me. And your social media posts also need to be consistent. And again, you'll get penalised if you take great you know, long months off. So it's very important to commit to a certain number of social media posts a week and stick to it. It also helps if you like read other people's posts, maybe comment, maybe have a reaction and then post your, your post and then maybe follow that up with some more uh, commenting on people's posts um, and basically you know ticking all the boxes of the social media algorithm that you're not just a giver you're, you're, you're a taker you know you're you are you are you know balanced you're providing information but you're also interacting with other customers and that is uh, something I've learned quite recently that that is a quite important thing to do Then uh, we talk about the other aspect of uh, SEO. These are things that are only partly in your control. These are um, the importance of backlinks. So a backlink is any kind of link that comes from somewhere else to your website. Whether it's going to your blog, your contact us page, it doesn't really matter. But it's a link from another website, a social media post, can be yours, can be somebody else's. And it's really important to somehow create the environment where these backlinks can, can occur. Now, an easy win is to go to Google and just Google business directories. See what business directories are out there. They get updated and they change quite often. So it's not really um, very sensible for me to give a list because in two years time, when you're listening to this podcast, it may May have changed quite a bit so just google business directories and then with most of them it's free to sign up you don't need to pay they all encourage you to pay but all i'm asking here is that you consider a free listing so basically basic information about your company and a link and that link goes to your website you can choose where it goes and this will be picked up by google and you'll get some you know I call them brownie points. I'm not quite sure what the modern equivalent is, but you will get benefits by having links to your website from other websites. However, the, the benefit from business directories isn't quite as big as people might make out. It's worth doing, but it's not gonna make, it's not gonna be a big game changer. And that's because business directories are seen as being only slightly relevant and generally are considered to be to have masses of links. So they've got links obviously going to all sorts of different businesses and websites. And so Google doesn't get too excited about that, but it is better than nothing. If, however, due to your hard work of uh, you know, building collaborations with different third parties, or you definitely got something to shout about, you've got even you just launched the most amazing product or service or there's something really wow about what you're doing. Um, either way, if your best backlink is from 
a very highly relevant but not massively popular source. So, for example, if you are selling uh, a physical product and that physical product had was in an industry of specialization, you know, it's like, I don't know, a, a, a dentistry product or something like that, and a dentistry trade journal you know, published your, your editorial or you won an award or whatever, and they have a link going to your website, Google gets very excited about that because it's highly relevant if you're selling dentistry products and you've got a backlink from what is quite a highly relevant but not massive website. It's not going to have backlinks going to all sorts of businesses. So that's, you know, that's only partly in your control. I mean, you can contact an editor of such a, a relevant trade magazine in your industry, but there's no guarantee that they will you know, publish your, your editorial. Um, it often helps if you cross their palm of silver and place an advert as well. But if you've generally got something newsworthy or exciting to tell, or you're, you're a startup, you're, you're something new, something you know, newsworthy, then an editor should be uh, keen to uh, do an editorial for free because at the end of the day, they are looking for content that people want to read and buy their magazine or you know subscribe to their digital magazine and then then see adverts as well so you know but if you haven't got anything newsworthy yes you can run an advert no not necessarily next to the editorial but somewhere else in the magazine uh, and that's that's a good way of getting uh, a backlink into what you consider to be a very highly relevant but not massive third party uh, which has very good uh, authority and ranking. So say for example, you had a successful business, you had a, something amazing, <clears throat> uh, that a certain time came when that was very newsworthy, you're on the BBC News, you're on the BBC website, you know, somehow you've got a link going to it. That's excellent, but actually it's excellent for slightly different reasons. Something like the BBC website has a very high authority uh, ranking uh, and is seen as being very um, sort of reliable and um, sort of authoritative uh, website. However, it's also massive. There's lots of links from that going to other websites. So, you know, that that would still get you loads of uh, you know brownie points. Um, but as I say, if you found if it was like a niche news, uh, you know, newsing something more targeted to your industry, then that would count even more. Right, well, I think I've just about covered everything. Uh, most of this, if not all of it, is doable by yourself. And there's loads of books out there, loads of websites. And, you know, just have a, have a listen to some more podcasts. Uh, you know, Google, you know, how can I improve my SEO? You'll find loads of free content. But it's really important also to um, put everything in perspective. You know, break the big project up into little bits. Do a little bit at a time. Um, maybe just you know, make sure that your content on your website, uh, for example, all the images have a descriptive phrase or sentence, not necessarily just a you know, pick one or pick two. You know, describe what the picture is or you know, describe the meaning of the picture, what, what, you know, what benefit it has, any, any words you put there is going to be picked up by search engines. Make sure that your titles in particular um, in your blogs and subtitles are relevant to your keywords and key phrases. Um, don't get too worked up about keywords or key phrases in the rest of the website, but if you can, 
do make sure that you you know use your keywords and key phrases because Google's going to search the rest of the whole of your website but it does give special emphasis to to blogs which is why most do-it-yourself websites have a special area for blogs and it's, uh, it's seen as something that's updated more often than others um, and, and that's it um, obviously you know uh, contact my marketing uh, department um, if you have any sort of questions or you can I think you can leave review comments on this podcast I'll get back to anyone who's got any questions but other than that you know try doing it yourself there's no need to get somebody else to do it if you're prepared to put in some work um, and really the only reason you should look to outsource is if you just don't have the time or if it's really not your cup of tea you know if it's just something you just don't want to do then fine I understand that uh, but it is something you can do and it's something that most people can do um, so it's up to you it's up to you right uh, I think that I've covered everything um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and um, I'll see you soon goodbye if you have enjoyed this episode please give this podcast a rating or review don't forget to share with any like-minded business buddies that you know thanks very much for listening my marketing department for all your marketing needs.